0: Welcome to the Blazing Guts podcast. I'm Teresa Blaze. And uh, I've got this friend of mine with me, Michelle Saunders Guts, And we're here to talk some football. And oh boy, has it been a crazy couple of weeks of football. The season has just started and I think we're starting to get a look at some teams. And we're asking ourselves, who are the real heroes? Who are the duds? And who do we really not know yet? (laughs) Um, But first of all, Michelle... Welcome to the show. Hey, Teresa
1: Blaze, It's so good to be here. You ready to talk some football tonight?
0: Always. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Uh, Wow. Okay. As you guys know, we cover three teams and Michelle's covered the different, we'll cover the Denver Broncos and we'll probably both touch on the Chiefs Cardinals game because I have a few words on that. Uh, And we'll go from there. But It was just a wild, wild week of football. Some teams you thought would win didn't. Some teams you thought would at least make a game of it coughed up a big one. And some teams that you thought had no chance in the world actually pulled it out in the fourth quarter. So, Michelle, who do you want to start with first, Chiefs, Broncos, or Cardinals? Um, Well, let's start with
1: the Broncos. We'll go with the, the team that's in between because we all know you're the Cards fan, and everyone knows I'm a Chiefs fan. So let's talk about the Broncos, because we do like the Broncos. We've had history with them, and, you know, they've got a new quarterback, Russell Wilson, and uh, they've been an interesting team to follow from the preseason through until, you know, this last game. Um, So how about that?
0: Yeah, let's touch on that. I mean, because I know that the, right now I know their record is one and one. So they won one game and lost one game. From what you've read on them, because I know you did a little more research. Um, what were some of the things that stood out to you in these two games? I didn't read
1: up on the Broncos as much as I would have liked to. Um, I, I, I did read up a little bit, but I didn't research them. Oh, uh, really? All what I found out was, you know, that the quarterback Russell Wilson is a believer.
0: That's really interesting. And in fact, I do believe we're going to be highlighting him in our uh, uh, player of faith segment. So, so I
1: did. I did find out that, um, and you know, I did watch the Broncos play. I watched them play a preseason game. And that unfortunately resulted in a loss, but then they did win the last one. And then they, they did play. Like you said, they're one and one, right? So, so you really don't
0: know what you have with them yet in my mind. In, yeah. I'm, I'm still
1: not as versed on them as I'd like to be. Um, now they do have an injury. Um, They had quite a few. And Pat Sertain um, returned to practice on Thursday. And KJ Harney um, remains limited. That was an injury that happened.
0: I will say this. I did watch one of the games, and I think it was the game that uh, they lost. Um, And I had some real issues with um, a call that was made because they really? went yeah, because they went conservative when they should have gone for it. You have Russell flipping Wilson in your backfield and you don't go for it when you have the ball when a touchdown will win.
1: Oh you know what Teresa, that was the one game I did watch um, toward the end and I will say that was frustrating because I know you and I kind of conversed back and forth on oh, that Oh we one. did
0: yeah because we both saw I'm like, excuse me, you've got plenty of time. Why are you doing this? You know, I, in my mind, someone choked and didn't let Russell Wilson do Russell Wilson. Yeah, I, I
1: think they were given that kicker, you know, a chance, but still, I mean, it was a big risk. I mean, it was a big risk, I think.
0: It was not only was it a big risk, you had 20 seconds left. You could have run a play or two and got him a little bit closer because he was outside of his field goal range. I agree. It was way risky I mean I'm so I, I, yeah no <laughs> you know and that just did not impress me about and I don't know who made that call whether it was a quarterback I can't see Russell Wilson making that call
1: I don't think it was Russell Wilson I think it was the you know the coach when you know they were down to the wire
0: At least, I guess in that in that game in particular Nathaniel Hackett couldn't hack it you know, I'm sorry, but no. I mean, if you got 20 seconds left, you're going to run a field goal team out when you should have run a play? No, bad move, you know. So, you know, that 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 really didn't impress. And that, I, th- I do believe they lost that game. Now, I know they won the second game.
1: Yeah, they need improvement. You know, they need red zone improvement. You know, they do have offensive success, but I think that, you know, you got to have it all, right? I yeah, mean, you got
0: to be able to hold your own in, in the uh, red zone, definitely. And is a lot of people are
1: questioning if Packett's fault, it is his fault that, it, you know, Russell Wilson isn't playing like an elite quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, he, you're not the only one questioning that.
0: I don't know. I have a lot of questions, and I think the next couple of games, we're going to really find out who are the Denver Broncos, because right now, uh, for me, it's up in the air.
1: I think you're also of the same opinion that i am i mean i'm i'm a little disappointed i was kind of hoping you know that russell would will excuse me russell wilson would you know be able to shine and really get off to a fabulous start in his new role
0: right well and the thing is here's the thing he's a dual threat quarterback if given the chance Okay, he knows how to run. Now, there's a lot of other quarterbacks who can do the same thing, and that seems to be the new trend here. The, I mean, but if, if he will not, he's a dual-threat quarterback. He knows how to run and make a play if needed, you know, and he's taken enough shots. He, know, he knows the game.
1: Well, yeah, he's a veteran. Exactly. He's a veteran quarterback, yeah. So, you know, I haven't looked at any coverage by him, and what he said after that game. I haven't had a chance, to be honest, but I did. You know, I am, of course, following Chiefs in a different way (laughs) (laughs) because they're in the season. Oh, we'll get there.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: we'll get there, too.
0: Okay. Anyway. All right. Next team. Let's hit on the Chiefs. And that will kind of lead us into the Cardinals because, well, they actually played the Cardinals. Um, From what I have seen of the Chiefs, because a lot of people were questioning, well, now that you got rid of some of your big players, can you still make a, make, a, make waves in, in, the, uh, in, in the NFL? I would say yes, uh, considering how they played against the, Car- the Cardinals and was it the Chargers?
1: Yes, the Chargers looked really good in the first half. And then the Chiefs came alive toward the third and fourth um, quarters. And so that was crazy. That game was crazy. That's all I'm going to say.
0: <laughs> yeah well i mean i could think of other games that were the same way so you know i know i know what you're saying um and they i mean and the thing is what they did to the okay so they i mean they came alive in the third and fourth quarter and what they did to the cardinals i mean they they just put the boot down on their neck and said no we're taking this game and you're not even going to get a chance that that was a complete blowout and i think it, from the Chiefs' perspective, I think they were trying to make a statement to the NFL. Like, you question whether we still got it. Here you go.
1: Absolutely. You know, I I will say that as of September 20th, the Ch- Chiefs have checked in at number two in the NFL's rankings, uh, only trailing to the Buffalo Bills. And you know who the quarterback is for that team, right? Josh Allen. And everybody woo, 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 woo uh, really, really, really likes him, it seems, um, that are fans of the Bills. So, but anyway, I think the Chiefs really had something to prove. Yeah, they came out. They came out strong and they played strong and they dominated the cards. And I wasn't expecting that at all.
0: Uh, nor was I. I mean, that was and I'm a diehard cards fan and I'm watching what the cards put out in that game. And I'm like, this is garbage, you know, and and it's not taking anything away from the Chiefs. But I left that game going, my God, are we looking at a whole season like this? That was, you know, and so, I mean, looking at it from the Chiefs perspective, I think they made a statement. Now, when you move on to the Cardinals, here's the problem with the Cardinals. They played like utter dog stuff. (laughs) <laughs> and I would say something stronger, but, uh, you know, family-friendly show. <laughs> uh, but they played like other garbage for six quarters of the first two games. The, uh, both, both of the Chiefs uh, quarter, or all four of the Chiefs quarters, and the first half of the Raiders game. Six quarters. They played like utter crap.
1: What's up with that team? Why do you think that was going on?
0: I don't know. I honestly do not know. They came alive in the, in the fourth quarter, really. And I mean, Kyler Murray just put the team on his shoulders and said, "We're taking this game." And they needed. I mean, because you got to you got to really think about it, especially in the Raiders game. They were down by twenty points. It was like, and I'm and I'm sitting there going, "What the? Heck? What is going on?" They couldn't defend for nothing, and. I mean, and 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 Carr, who's not really an elite quarterback, I'm sorry to say, he's not an elite quarterback, but he was picking them apart. OK, so I we, we go into this fourth quarter and all of a sudden it was like they had to get a stop and they got the stop. Uh, now, give it to the Raiders. They didn't they weren't pressing. They didn't do what the Chiefs did. They didn't put the foot down and say, no, we're taking this. They let up in the fourth quarter. And the Cardinals took advantage of it. They got the defensive stops and Kyler Murray came in and cause they got down to like under, uh, like in, in, I don't remember the minutes, but they needed like two touchdown, two touchdowns and two, two point conversions just to tie it. And Kyler Murray got both. He got the touchdowns, and he threw. He ran for one uh, two point conversion, and then he threw for another one that would send it into overtime. I and I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? So we get into overtime, and Cards couldn't get it in because penalties. Cards could not get it in, so it went back to the Raiders. Car threw or er, car um car threw a a a, a pass the ball got fumbled twice once recovered by the raiders and then the second time recovered by the cardinals and ran back for a touchdown to win the game but now i'm asking myself what team are the cardinals really are they the team that we saw in the fourth quarter or are we the team are they the team that that, that we saw in the first six to seven quarters of the game of the first two games
1: what's changed with the cardinals since last season
0: I mean, well, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins got suspended. We know that, but he'll be coming back in about three weeks. Isaiah Simmons, who I guess there were some issues with some practicing issues. And I don't know what the story is with that per se, but I've been hearing there were some issues with them not practicing hard enough. You know, so and and apparently I guess there's that little green dot where, where you receive all the audio cues and then you direct all the defensive linemen. Isaiah Simmons got tapped for that. And then he and then he lost it and it was given to someone else. But he seemed to perform better because it was like, I have something to prove. You took something away from me. Now I have something and I have something to prove. So I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we lost. Well, the other thing is uh, Chandler Jones went as a free agent and he went to the Raiders. So we lost. I saw that. Yeah, there was that. I mean, I just think when all this change
1: happens, the team it's. It's a new season, right? And there's other factors and everything too. But it just seems like the team has got to play like a team. I mean, they're all over the board.
0: Oh, they are. They are. And 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 I'm looking at this and I'm asking myself: currently in their state, right now, are they a playoff team? If they play like they played in the fourth quarter, yes, they are.
1: Gonna have to give them another game. Gonna have to give them, you know, see where they are, game or two, and then see where you know. But I mean. That's pretty crazy to come back like that. I, it, you know? it was.
0: I my uh, my throat was in my 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 stomach was in my throat a few times. Like, oh my god, <laughs> you know.
1: I mean, that's what the Broncos used to do to me when I was their fan. Number, I mean, they were my number one team. You know that I I supported then, and uh, I mean, it was just oh my goodness, so painful. And even the Chiefs, you know, with some of the games that they have played in the past, you well, because know. you
0: invest so much into them, you watch them, and you just want to, you know, it's like you want. I mean, when and, and we've talked about this before. When they when you put that kind of athleticism out on that field, blood, sweat, tears, all that kind of thing, and and you know that they performed up to their uh, absolute best, even if see that's my thing with the Cardinals and Chiefs game. Even if the Cardinals had lost to the chiefs but they had made it a game i would have been okay with that but the fact that they came out and they put such i mean it was it was just a disgusting display it really was it wasn't any good at all you know the chiefs were on form but the cardinals didn't even have form to me and they
1: played at the cardinals you know home home stadium I mean, that's the thing. It's like when you have fans and paying fans and people and I mean, and expectations for the season. Well, here's what's weird. They
0: perform better on the road.
1: That's crazy too.
0: I mean, because we saw that all last season. They perform better on the road than they do at home, which I don't get. You'd think it'd be the other way around.
1: Yeah, you do think that because you've got, all those people that are coming and they're supporting you and they want to see you win. And it's a pretty it's not for the average person, I mean going to a game unless you have grandfathered season tickets or you know that kind of thing, I mean those season tickets have, are outrageous, but even going to games of champion teams, I mean the price is you know up there. And and so, I mean, I would think, you know, that you would put your extra, extra, extra effort, you know, always when you play no matter what, because of the salary and all the commitment and your contract and everything else. But still,
0: you know, I'm asking myself this, too. Kyler Murray is getting paid as the second highest paid quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers. If he's getting paid that kind of money he better perform up to that level.
1: Oh, trust me. I'm sure that's what his coach and everyone else is. I mean, I'm sure he tells himself that too.
0: I mean, I liked what I saw. Believe me, I liked what I saw in the fourth quarter. I loved what I saw. You know, he took on the team on his shoulder and said, no, we're going to finish this my way, you know. But the other question that people are asking, and I can't blame them, is when Kyler is on form and he's running and uh you know, hardly anyone can catch him. You know, he wins games. Well, he runs. He runs. He's a running quarterback, too. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But can he continue that going into you've got 15 more games or so left to play? Can you keep that pace and keep your body healthy? Because what if he suffers an injury and he's not able to run anymore?
1: Well, you can't do that. You can't always expect the quarterback to win the game. I mean, we've seen that. We saw what happened to Mahomes when he was doing that. I mean, younger quarterbacks start out doing that and then they get hurt really bad. And then what happens is, you know, you're at the quarterback. And then here you are trying to, you know, figure out how you're going to keep winning games without, I mean, that's just like any corporation or any company that relies on heroes, you know, to perform. I mean, people are human and they're going to, you know, have days where or get hurt or, you know, that's why it's you got to work together as a team. You got to have other people. You got to spread it around so other people can
0: help you. Right. And I'll be honest, I'm really concerned about that defensive line of the Cardinals. They are exceptionally thin in some positions, you know, and so I'm not sure. Yes, they got the win on this game, and I'm very happy with what happened, okay? I'm glad that that happened, but can they keep it up? Can they continue winning, or are we going to see a Jacqueline Hyde scenario with two teams representing the same market? I don't know yet. Because I, yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah they,
1: we, they, they, have. It's kind of early in the season, and you're just going to have to see where the coach goes, where their coaches go, and where they change strategy or direction or whatever and see where it's at. So when do they play next?
0: I believe they play on Sunday. Oh, because that's when the Chiefs play. Uh, Yeah, the Cardinals are going to actually be playing the Rams um, in the afternoon. Okay. Well, the
1: Broncos, or excuse me, the uh, Chiefs are playing the
0: Colts, This Sunday at noon. Oh, boy. Okay, that should be interesting.
1: Yeah, that's another, that's going to be interesting too.
0: Uh, Yeah, especially with the Colts. I wonder how, you know, because I don't know how the Colts are doing. I haven't really looked at them, but that'll be very interesting to see how that turns out. Do we know who the Broncos are playing?
1: Sunday, they're playing the 49ers at 7.20 p.m. Central.
0: I am going to actually make a call on the game. And I'm going to say the Broncos are going to take that because I don't think San Francisco has it. I mean, they just don't. They don't have anything good at quarterback um, that I I know of. Um, And I'm I'm thinking, you know, the Broncos are probably going to get that win. Chiefs and Colts, I'm not even going to try and call. (laughs) And Cardinals and Rams. Apparently, the Rams are not playing good right now. Um, But neither are the Cardinals per se. If you, if you judge by the amount of corners quarters they, they didn't play so well. So I think unless the Cardinals get a chip on their shoulder and say, you know what, we were embarrassed in that playoff game, and we're going to come out and win this. That's kind of what I'm hoping we see.
1: Well, I hope so too. But we're just going to have to wait and see. I hope it's not a season like last season was, where everyone that we expected to win, didn't. <laughs> I think it was in the in cha- in the in the playoff games, remember?
0: Oh, yeah. And, you know, because, yeah, we were just trying to call them and we were, like, completely wrong because it's like, oh, my gosh, wow.
1: I do agree with you. I do think the Broncos are going to kick the 49ers. And I think the Broncos need a little time to uh, kind of get their mojo and get, you know, going. And except for this time when – Russell Wilson should have thrown the ball and got the guy closer to the field goal kickoff than the way it happened with their coach making that call, which I thought was not good. So unless their coach messes it up.
0: I I honestly think he needs to trust Russell. He needs to trust his quarterback. Russell's been in the game a while. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to manage games.
1: I think so, too.
0: You know, I mean, you're dealing with a new coach, a new quarterback, and they've got to get that chemistry together. So they do, they do. It's
1: not like Mahomes and Andy Reid, or so just, or Kyler, or and Cliff, Kyler yeah. and your 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 coach there on the card side, and some of the others. You know, I do think that's kind of why. Well, we know I Brady, Brady, I think came back. I don't think there was good stuff going on with coach a coach, and I think. There's some things that well, happen. Let's put it this changes. way: uh,
0: when you're dealing with um, uh, Bruce Arians, he's kind of a hard one to deal with. He's a uh, he, because um, he used to actually coach the Cardinals. I mean, don't get me wrong; I loved how he dealt with some things, but he was also a very hard man to deal with. Um, uh, he had no issue lighting up a few curse words on and off the field. <laughs> so you know, and you got, he kind of got—he was just a really hard nose, you know. Uh, we play the game of football and, and I don't have time for wimps, kind of guy. That's just my impression of that coach. I mean, I mean, I mean, and and he also had that mentality no risk it, no biscuit. So he would have, I you know, had he been in that situation, I don't think he would have told the kicker to kick a field goal outside of the zone. He's already proven,
1: no, absolutely not. So again, I think a lot of fans were not happy with what decision was made and how that ended and you know you and i were both watching that game so it was a disappointing and and i'm sure that whole team was
0: disappointed oh geez yeah so all right michelle you have and we alluded to this before but you have chosen a player to highlight yeah this is um a player
1: that we've already talked about Um, on the episode tonight, Russell Wilson, who's a quarterback of the Denver Broncos was a former Seattle Seahawks quarterback, but he is a devout Christian. And he is very outspoken about his faith in Jesus. And in a documentary, The Making of a Champion, he does describe how he found God at the age of 14, and he talks about a dream that he had. Um, he, he dreamt, unfortunately, that his dad passed away, and Jesus came into the room, and he was knocking on my door, he says. And he said, hey, you need to find out more about me. And so after that dream Russell Wilson um that Sunday morning he ended up going to church and that's when he got saved. And uh the story about this is that his dream did come true. It foreshadowed the events to come. And his father died 6 years later, but um Russell did still hold on to his faith. Now, he wasn't perfect. He grew up and he calls himself a bad kid. He grew up as a bad kid and he does say his faith helped him mature into the better man that he is. And he definitely recognizes God for the talent that he's given. So he does walk in humility with his talent and he does express how he wouldn't be where he is today without the influence of his heavenly father. And no one can stop what God has for you is what he said. And so, you know, I read some of that off um, believe net.com as they highlighted him. And so I wanted to share, you know, that he is he is a Christian. And so, you know, we'll keep him prayed up. On and off the field, he's a dad. He has children and a wife. I think he remarried, and um, he uh, he seems to be settling into this quarterback role well um, for the Broncos. So we'll just pray God's favor for him and his family as he, you know, also builds community in the Denver area.
0: Wow. Wow. You know, I, I really love how we highlight these people because it just goes to show, you know, we have believers in every walk of life, including the football field. You know, I know that some players, they make a lot of noise and they do a lot of things that maybe aren't so cool and whatnot. Or maybe they stand for things where you go, I'm not so sure. I'm, I can back that. I love the player for his talent, but ugh. but then you find these player, but then you find these players and you go, you know what, that just goes to show. Not only can you play a good, talented game of football, but if you're a good person and you're and you're a follower of Christ off the field, that's even better.
1: It is, and especially when you give God the glory for your gifts and your calling, and you know that's really what it's about. You know, so I just i i I don't know. I just feel we need to highlight these these players and you know just because you're a christian doesn't mean you're perfect in every area of your life and there's always people who want to cast judgment on people that are christians and you know i just know that it's god and you it's between god and you you know your faith and your heart and god looks at your heart and you know professing that Jesus was his Lord and Savior at the age of 14. So those are rough years, you know, in in a child's life. So God worked through a dream with him. I mean, God works all kinds of ways, but he worked through a dream. I thought that was really cool because God does that with me sometimes. I don't know if he does that with you or Mike or
0: sometimes, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so cool. It really is. Or sometimes he'll give me like a snapshot vision of something if I'm praying, you know, and it's hard to explain. But that's how that's sometimes how he works with me. you know. And I'll just know something. You know, I've seen him confirm it through others, you know, so on and so forth. So, you know, but I I just you know, it just goes to show, you know, if God can reach anybody, you know, if you're listening and maybe you're not a Christian. Hey, seriously, you might want to take a second look at it. You know, because, yes, we love football and we as and yes, you can tell, we talk football all the time. You know, I mean, Michelle and I are talking about it all the time, especially in the season. We're c- comparing notes and so on and so forth. Right. But when it comes time, when it comes to faith matters, that's a serious component, you know, um, because when you take your last breath here on Earth, you're taking your first in eternity. And where you are going to decide your eternity is greatly dependent on what you do with Christ here
1: as Russell Wilson said in what was quoted, he calls himself a bad kid. You know, I mean, who knows what his true family life was. Yeah. But, but, you know, you don't recognize those things until after you become a a believer, really. I mean, you do, you do make choices and consequences and those things happen. And then people, unfortunately, some have to hit bottom big time before they can really make admission they need a God and they need help and that their dependency is on him. Right. It's the only way they can pull themselves up.
0: Right. But I'm, um, I mean, you know, but we're all bad kids to a degree. We all sin, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. Right. I mean, that's what the word says. So. And, and, and it does, it does say
1: that too. And, and, and people have, you know, and we were all made in God's image, and we all need, because of the fall, you know, with Adam and Eve, we have to reconcile our relationship with Jesus Christ. We came you know came in the world broken, and we all are until we you know, we make admission and um we, you know, ask Jesus Christ to come into our lives and into our heart and for re- many reasons. <laughs> but. I think it's really cool what God is doing and blessing and how he is. And and even though the NFL is in a different place from where it used to be and has changed some of its values and ways of thinking, I think there are still many who are playing in the NFL and are shining their lights. And Russell Wilson is one of them.
0: Absolutely. Um, And we've highlighted a bunch of the players. Uh, You can go back and look. Um, And we're going to continue to highlight players. That's part of what we're called to do on this podcast. And if you guys have someone you want us to highlight or someone that we ought to consider highlighting, let us know. Uh, You could reach us on our Facebook page. You could reach us on our Twitter at Blazing Guts on Twitter. Uh, You can leave a comment on the website. But yeah, please, please let us know. I think so. We need to hear from you. And do
1: hit our page, like Teresa said, because once in a while we'll share some, uh, you know, follow up articles and things like that. And, uh, you know, we try to just get more engagement from those of you that are listening, because we need you. We need you out there.
0: With that, I think that's a good place to wind down. Uh, Michelle, thank you so much for coming. I love talking talking football with you. I just just love this show. I really do. It's fun. I do too. It's really cool. And guys, uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks to recap the next two games. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be plenty for us to talk about, as always. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And with that, I'm Teresa Blaze, along with Michelle Sandra Scutch. We're out. If you run across someone that we don't know about, please text it in. I want you to text NFL to 575-223-1596. You're gonna get a little link, you're gonna fill out your information. And if you got football thoughts, anything, we want to hear about it.